Hello and welcome to Notes on Vulnerability. This is a podcast all about resilience, courage and being human. I'm Alex and I'm a resilience coach. It's my job to break through the toxic ideas that tell us resilience requires gritted teeth and toughness and show you what really makes us adaptable, flexible, psychologically steady and committed to not giving up so that we can all be more resilient and use this powerful force, not just to survive, but also to thrive at life. How we approach being vulnerable is key to this, because vulnerability is the portal to connection, creativity, courage, and so many other good things. We need resilience to be vulnerable, and we need vulnerability to be resilient. This episode is just me, no guest. As a resilience coach, part of my job is sharing powerful routes to change. One of the best ways to create change in your life is to change what you know, because this will shift how you see the world and how you behave. This episode is all about manifestation and the potentially scientific explanation for it. I want to preface this by saying that when it comes to how the human brain actually works, we still don't know that much. And if neuroscience is anything like the rest of science, most of the research has probably been done on male brains and male animal brains. So there is likely to be an even bigger data gap when it comes to how female brains work. But there is some interesting information out there about how your brain works when it comes to making things happen in your life. And I think this information is pretty essential, especially if things aren't going that well for you right now and you're not really sure why, or you've got big dreams and you're not sure how to make them happen. Or you started out in life with some challenges and you'd like to change the impact that they have on you now. I am not a neuroscientist. I'm a resilience coach. And my approach here is not to give you definitive information and to try and be right, but to offer you something that you can try that I have personally seen amazing results within my coaching and actually also in myself. So does manifestation, the idea that you can think, dream and believe yourself to all the things you want in life actually work? Okay, here's a disclaimer. People are going to have their own individual responses to this based on their own individual experiences. And that is correct because there is no definitive answer. Personally, I always like to reserve a little bit of my energy for the unknown. After all, we don't really know if there is a universe or a God or some sort of other magic out there. But I also like it when things make sense to me. And that's when I find it easier to integrate changes that can be helpful into my own life. So let's start by talking about the reticular activating system. The reticular activating system is a bundle of nerves that sits in your brainstem. Its purpose is to act like a filter. Our brains can't process every single piece of data that we receive from the world around us every day. We'd go mad. So the reticular activating system has the job of choosing what is relevant. And the result of the reticular activating system selecting what is relevant is what you actually see. Critically, it also selects what you don't see. You'll get why that's so important in a minute. The reticular activating system doesn't actually make decisions about what you see and what to filter. It's using whatever parameters that you have established for it. So these parameters or guidelines are basically your beliefs and your goals. So the reticular activating system is looking for anything that will validate your beliefs and which relates to the goals that you believe in. And this is what you'll see as you go through your day. You might also have heard this called the confirmation bias. I think that it is so important to realise that this is how your brain works. Firstly, because otherwise you'll just think that what you see and experience every day is actually just what is there. You won't realise that there's other things that you're not seeing. And secondly, because without this knowledge, you won't know that you have the power to change things for yourself. The most important set of beliefs here are your core beliefs. These are formed before the age of seven and they are your most consistent beliefs about yourself and the world. 
As a coach, I work a lot with people on core beliefs because they are incredibly powerful and they have a massive influence on your life. They're formed when we're young. And if we don't challenge the negative ones, we are essentially walking around with our younger self entirely in charge of our reality. This is one reason why I think everyone needs to take the time to understand what their own core beliefs are. This is not navel gazing. It's not a waste of time. Would you let a seven-year-old drive your car? No. So don't let that younger version of you dictate how you show up at work, how you communicate or how you raise your kids. This is about taking responsibility for what's driving you by finding out what's going on behind the scenes for you. And the reason for doing that is because it empowers you to do things differently. Let's be honest, the world in which we live does not encourage us to do this. In fact, self-awareness is often scoffed at and many of the systems and structures that prop up the workplace, the family, relationships, etc. don't really acknowledge the fact that someone could be behaving badly simply because they don't have any self-awareness of their core beliefs or control over the emotions that are being triggered by them. And critically, the places where we work, learn, socialise, etc. don't really challenge us to do better with this stuff. You've probably experienced examples of people who don't have any self-awareness about what is driving them in your own life. Maybe it's the boss who has no idea that some old hurt is being triggered when they lash out inappropriately for some small mistake someone's made. Or the partner who's never understood that their anger hides a deep sadness over something else so they just keep hurting the people around them. Despite the fact that we are not taught to take a mirror to our inner selves in this way, it is life-changing work and it will make your life, your goals and your relationships so much easier if you do it. It's also very useful when you can see what's happening in other people because then you begin to understand that their reactions aren't actually about you. So, slight detour, but an important one because core beliefs are massive for the reticular activating system. Whatever your core beliefs are, they are feeding this hugely powerful filter every single day. And that filter then looks for evidence of those beliefs and it will stop you seeing anything that doesn't support them. And this is the really crucial bit. You just aren't going to see the things that don't align with your core beliefs. So if you have a core belief you are not aware of, that is something along the lines of, I am not worthy of success, then this guideline is going into your reticular activating system every day. So you will see evidence that you aren't worthy of success and you'll see it everywhere. Maybe that is a lack of opportunities for a better job, for example. Every time you look, there's just nothing available. And you won't see the opportunities for success because you don't believe it's relevant to you. You could be standing right next to a winning lottery ticket or a job ad for your dream job or the chance to make whatever your definition of success is happen. And something will just tell you to look away because it's not meant for you. And that something is the reticular activating system. Let me give you a slightly different example. A couple of years ago, I wanted to buy a new car, um, a very specific model in a very specific colour. And I had only seen this car on a dealer's website on the other side of the country. I was pretty sure I'd never, ever seen that colour car where I live. But as soon as I fed this into my reticular activating system, it became a goal. It was a goal I believed in. I started to see these cars everywhere. I was so surprised by this that I was pointing it out to the people I was with who eventually were just like, please stop. Yes, we know these cars are there. The cars had always been there, but because there was no queue in my reticular activating system, I wasn't noticing them. So they were driving past me constantly, but I just didn't see them. Once I'd really got behind my desire for this car and I believed in it, you know that feeling when you really want something and it starts to feel doable? Then I actually saw the cars in front of me. So these cars had always been there, driving past me every day, but my reticular activating system wasn't informed that they were relevant and so I didn't see them. 
But as soon as my belief in having the car was there, suddenly there they were. To put this in very simplistic terms, if you feed into the reticular activating system that you believe you are going to buy a small blue car, you will start seeing small blue cars everywhere, even if you never noticed them before. Everyone I tell this story to has had something similar and it's often actually around cars, but I'm sure you can think of something in your own life that resonates. It's worth noting here that there are other influences at play here too. For example, your attachment style, your self-esteem, whether you struggle with anxiety. These all influence your beliefs and so will affect your reticular activating system. They can all make it much more difficult to make the positives a reality. But what tends to happen, in the context of coaching at least, is that when we start focusing on one of these, we naturally progress and start to improve the others too. Rewiring your core beliefs, which is what you need to do if they are negative and they are feeding the reticular activating system with negativity, is a simple process of awareness, challenge and change. This is something I do a lot with clients through resilience coaching. So how does this relate to manifestation? Well, it might be that when you decide you want something, the universe conspires to help you get it. Or it might be that when you believe you want something, your reticular activating system starts to show you the way. The things that suddenly seem to appear to help you reach a goal and the signs that show you which way to go were probably always there, like the blue cars, but they were previously filtered out because there was no cue in the reticular activating system, for example, a belief or a goal that made them relevant. As soon as the cue is there, the opportunities, people, situations and inspirations to help you seem to appear like magic. So how can you use this information? In many ways, it really just does not matter whether this is the universe or your brain or something else. Why not just test it out and see what happens? You can try it like this. Start by identifying a goal, something you really want for yourself. Be specific about it. Then think about the experience or outcome that you want to result from that goal. Get really clear on the feelings that you will have in the moment when the goal happens. Then create some mental cinema around the best version of that moment. Sights, sounds, how it feels, what you see. And replay this often. This is also known as visualisation and it's a really powerful way to feed your reticular activating system. Once you have this very clear idea of what you want and you start feeding it into the reticular activating system, your conscious and subconscious can work together towards achieving it. You can do the same with your core beliefs. Take some time to notice the things that you often think about yourself and use this data to identify core beliefs. This is the first stage of working with core beliefs that I mentioned earlier, awareness. If these core beliefs are negative, sad or limiting, then change them. Start feeding your reticular activating system positive, empowering beliefs about how capable you are, how well you're doing and how much faith you have in your ability to reach your goals and see how quickly things start to change when your brain is actively looking for evidence that you are capable, successful and reaching your goals instead of the opposite. It's also really important to get very aware of how often your mind is filled with negative mental cinema. This is something like catastrophizing, focusing on the worst possible outcomes or imagining situations that make you anxious. Every time this happens, you are essentially feeding that picture into your mind as what you want to happen next. Next time you're aware that you're doing this, ask yourself if this is really what you want to direct your energy and focus to, or would you rather the reticular activating system is trained on something else? This might sound super simple, but that's because it is. We are a lot less complex than we believe ourselves to be, and sometimes the most straightforward solutions do really work. Perhaps the reticular activating system does represent the science of manifestation. Or perhaps it is a much more mystical process that proof-driven human beings can't yet grasp. The point is that this is information you can use. If you're sceptical, try it out for yourself. 
Spend some time getting clear on your core beliefs with a coach or through developing more self-awareness and invest in changing your core beliefs. What happens in your life if you swap a core belief that money is hard for you to earn for something more optimistic, for example? How do things change for you if you're really aware of the mental cinema you're playing to yourself every day? All of this can be life-changing stuff and I would encourage you to experiment with it yourself in your own time. If you'd like to learn more about how to use your mind like this to help you improve resilience, reach your goals, overcome limits like self-doubt, people-pleasing and change how you feel every day, it sounds like I could be a great coach for you. You can find me on Instagram at Alex Resilience Coach or via my website sure-coaching.com. In the next episode, I will be talking about shame and in particular how you can release its grip on your life and start to live with more freedom and joy.